Welcome to the Sparkles of Rhinestones pageant podcast, the podcast where we speak all about UK pageantry. I am your host, Hannah Golding, the founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones, and today's subject of choice is the pageant boundaries. Now, before I get into our subject of the boundaries, which we all need, it's not just some pageants, we should all have boundaries, um, I am going to discuss something that is just happening right now because the UK is in a state of mourning. We have 17 days, that's been stated, and times are a little bit, it's, it's a weird sensation, it's a weird feeling, um, we're not used to this, it hasn't happened in most of our lifetimes, so it's <laughs> it's a, a bit un, uncertain and unsure about what's happening, um, well, for those who don't know, we of course do not have a queen anymore. She has sadly passed and we now have a king. Uh, but I just want to say this, and I know I put something out on the socials, but this is not an appearance. This is not a chance to do an appearance. It's so tacky to superimpose yourself into pictures with the queen. It, it, it's to create campaigns in it just it's the wrong it's the wrong thing pageants don't need that you can send your condolences you can go visit and put flowers down don't wear your sash it's not a sashable moment i know that you know you want to wear your sash and crown everywhere but it's just not needed it's disrespectful and honestly it's is a tragedy that doesn't need to be highlighted with pageant sash um it's yeah it's very it rubs me the wrong way I think and, and a lot of people have it's it's very distasteful um I was having a discussion with another pageant queen we're saying about memorials when we have November um you know it isn't you shouldn't really be wearing your sash to these events it's to pay respects it's to be respectful <laughs> like it's yeah I think it's a bit like I mean I don't think it's right that you're wearing your sash like in, in a graveyard and you know it's like taking your sash to a funeral you know unless that person has specifically asked for you to wear it because it could be a pageant girl and you know we, we have lost some amazing pageant girls too soon um and you know it's been a part of that celebration however just think um it's the same with events as well I know that a lot of events have been cancelled my abseil was cancelled um a lot of different charity events have some pageant events are still going ahead um it is highly up to you whether you want to attend or not um hundred on you and also this you just want to be mindful of what you're putting on social media as well because they're not not everyone agrees with the royal family and there are things that happened in the past that cannot be excused. They are unexcusable and, you know, there are things that need to be brought into the light and talked about and so we can not make peace of it but to acknowledge it and how we can prevent things happening in the future. Um, there's a lot of discussions that's way over my pay bracket with this. Um, however, it's a time and place. It's a time and place to be spouting stuff like this. Um you know, and there is a post where it's like you're allowed to feel um like grief but also like hold someone accountable. It's just a way of doing it. And if you're putting it on your pageant page with your pageant handle in it, 
uh, that can reflect on the pageant system. Your own personal views and beliefs are your own. And if you want to put that on your personal profiles, then so be it. You shouldn't be held accountable for something like that unless you're being extremely racist, um, homophobic, all of that sort of stuff. Then that would come into account. But if you have your title in your bio, it can reflect on the pageant. And that's why they have the terms and conditions when you sign up. Not just as a queen, but as a finalist as well. So finalists, old and young, is just to be mindful of. And we have episodes about this. Um, However, let's talk about boundaries. And some of you <laughs> need to be setting these boundaries for yourself, for your own mental health. Um, Because sometimes we take on too much. It's the boundary of saying no sometimes, 100%. And I have been there. <laughs> I sometimes taken on too much um, that I can handle and I'm about to go into, I say it was meant to be this week, um, I, have, I do have a whole day of um, media interviews, well, I say media, like the social media interviews, <laughs> and I'm about to go into the busy period where every weekend is pageant weekend and I've been so busy with everything that I've had to say no to some events and I've had to say no to some things because I also need time for myself. I also need to heal. Um, you know, I have a few conditions that sometimes if I overexert myself, I'm suffering for it. And I think a lot of us pageant girls need to do that. So I'm going to say some things that might hit you hard. Um, but let's discuss them. So of course, the boundary of protecting yourself. Now, no crown and sash is worth the heartache that some of you girls put yourself through of having toxic friendships of having a toxic relationship with yourself of thinking that you have to prove yourself in order to be a queen and you don't have to prove anything to anyone the only person you should be seeking approval from is yourself and I know that sometimes that's very hard to do <laughs> it's very hard but no crown is worth amount the stress and aggravation that you you guys cause um so I am going to be really real and honest here that there have been times in my pageant life where I have let a lot of things build up and sometimes I've continued friendships that I shouldn't have continued um, because I felt that I didn't want to make ripples or waves even in pageantry, in causes of drama and, you know, to be seen in a bad light. And then I think it kind of just hit me at a point that people are going to talk regardless about you. Everyone has their own opinion about you, whether it's good or bad. And I was discussing this with a client the other day when they were talking about, um, you know, reputations and pageants. And um, I said, well, I said, there are people in pageantry that dislike me and they will have a different view that you have of me. Um, and that's going to happen. Um it's gonna happen not everyone is on the same wavelength not everyone in pageantry is going to get along you have to remember that um but if there are friendships that are toxic to you cut them out doesn't matter if they're a queen of the system you, you're trying to compete in or i hate the narrative of they could be judging you in another pageant then, i mean that's always a fear sometimes i think oh someone i fall out with is going to be on the judging panel but at the end of the day, if they're going to let the personal feeling cloud their professional judgment, there are people who, um, not in my, I've not judged um, national pageants for a while. Like I've judged lots of charity pageants and like national pageants internationally. Um, 
because obviously I'm a coach, it's it should be morally wrong. Not morally, but you know what I mean. Um, ethically, I can't think of the words. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it it wouldn't be fair. Um, because I could have coached girls in the system, and I would be very biased, even if I'm not. There's an un, you know unbiased um, confirmation there. So, with all of that, um, you know, it, there are people who I may not have liked on a personal level but on a pageantry level I know that they are the best person for that crown and they're gonna do really well they work really hard um you know my personal opinion or my personal taste is different to someone else's and you know what someone has done to me personally not always happened to everyone else but I have been strong enough to cut people out of my life when they've needed to I'll still be civil because that's what you should be in a pageant setting, in any setting. Um, but, you know, you're not still going to tend to a garden when the flowers are dead, you know? You're not going to water them when they've clearly <laughs> died. Um, and I, I don't even know why I just use a, a gardening thing, because I don't have a garden, I'm in a flat. But, <laughs> you know, tending to your garden, you know, you're not going to... Um, you're not going to water it, or you've pulled out a plant plant a vegetable and there's nothing left and you're not still going to tend to that ground when there's nothing there you know so the same with friendships and you have to be you have to be really strict with yourself because creating those boundaries that you're going to let someone keep doing this stuff over and over and over again um just for the sake of winning a title you know it's it's just not right so create that boundary yourself because Mental health is so important, whether you have it or not, everyone has mental health, whether it's good or bad, should I say, the pageant setting and competition can sometimes be so intense, um, but I would tell you that I have benefited greatly from this technique, um, you know, I mean, I have no parents, that's how strict I've been, like, that's another story for another day, but if those relationships don't serve you, you cut them off you know, it's toxic, toxicity doesn't need to be in there, you need to be surrounded by people who will send you love, but also people who have your back, that won't talk behind your back, uh, very important, but ones that will support and love you, but still hold you accountable, because you don't need yes people around, you need yes, but girl, what are you thinking, and I, I have that, I have that group, and I have friends that will hold me accountable, um, you know, I'll still have a couple of friends that will, <laughs> back me no matter what because they're just as crazy as me but um creating those boundaries and this is where you never boundary in the setting of friendships within pageantry is you don't have to be friends with everyone and you don't have to be friends with everyone in your competition um so when you first sign up for a pageant you might get entered into a group chat into a pageant group you don't have to like everyone you don't. There will be people that you naturally gravitate towards more. And you'll find that. You know, there's one thing of that and then of course leading someone out in your in, in the group. Um, like when you're competing. But on the day you'll find your jaw of a couple of people more than the rest of the group. And that's absolutely fine. And you'll have those friendships long after your final. Um, which is what I love about pageants. Um but setting up that boundary of you don't need to be like 100% on it all the time you don't have to be friends with everyone because everyone has different personal tastes there are some people that you just won't jowl with 
um, yeah, you can be nice and pleasant to them. You don't have to be their best friend. Okay. So <laughs> create the boundaries of friendship and, you know, you don't have to like everyone. Now, there's a difference between, you know, that's common, not everyone's going to like it. And then actively acting nasty to that person um, or showing your distaste. You know, you've got to keep it a nice, friendly, positive vibe area. Um, Because it's just not, it's just not a vibe if someone's negative and bringing it down with hatred and, you know, it's just not fun. Um, So... (laughs) This next boundary, so creating boundaries, making sure that, you know, you have your friends around you in pageantry are actual friends. You'll have pageant friends and you'll have pageant friends. Um, ones that you can talk to that aren't just about pageants. You know, talk about your life, talk about your worries. And I will give you an example. We have our Wiltshire chat, um, group chat, um, it's changed name now (laughs) um but we all met from competing and being in pageants and in this group what the original like consensus of the group was we created it to share appearances um you know who's going to this who's going to that and then it evolved more people got added but then some you know, a couple, I think, were scared to really showcase their feelings because they were like, you know, what friends are these? You know, when you have categories of, you know, who would you talk to at two o'clock in the morning? Who would you go out and rescue? You know, who would be the one to make you laugh with this, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. It's like how much energy you would give to these people. And these girls are amazing. I... <laughs> I was actually reminded of when I told the girls for the first time that I was pregnant, um, which was a shock to us all. <laughs> um, but I've talked through like lots of lows in my life and other girls in the chat have talked about their lows and they're like, oh, I don't really want to burden you. And it's like, your friendship is never a burden. Um, you know, you this is a safe group. This is a safe thing. And this is where those boundaries are. You know, you choose how much you give to some people. Um, and it's up to you of which friends you dedicate into those slots um so there might be pageant girls who do have that but there might be pageant girls who aren't like don't have your back and will want to hear all your the negative stuff in your life and then tell someone else about that or tell someone else and that's that's not that's not it um but the next boundary is time it's giving your time and also time in itself um there was i will repeat this the people who win are not always the ones who give 100% of their time and every appearance and have appearance books overflowing. It's not always the case. There are girls who can walk into a competition and win on site. Um, and there are girls who have been dedicated to the system for years and not won. It doesn't mean nothing. So when it comes to your time, dedicate it to the things you love. Now, when I have my diary with the online things I always schedule out what times I'm going to be recording online interviews what time I want to be doing campaigns um if I need to create any if graphics like I'm gonna have more time now because you know uni has finished for the first year I'm not gonna want to do with my time well I know what I'm gonna do I'm being creating the pageant annual um (laughs) and finishing off appearances books 
Um, but yes, it's making sure you have enough time for you, for events, scheduling everything. So I always look at, I'm going to need an hour to get ready. And then I have this, this, and this, um, and that's my time dedicated. And I know like, I'm not going to add more. It's the same with coaching as well. The reason I don't have a website is not just because I probably am technologically minded, but I don't like having a booking system because I like to offer some flexibility. Um, and it's also to myself because if I schedule out time and only like one person books in one, um, well, it's really spaced out. So I have a whole day of coaching and it's like one at, at nine o'clock in the morning and then one at five o'clock in the evening and then a few scattered, like I like them to all be close together. <laughs> like, all to be close together, and you can't guarantee that with a booking system. I mean, obviously you can if you just select it, but um, it's all about having that choice and flexibility, just in case things come up, um, and that time is no longer available. Um, but, yes, so dedicating time to not just pageants, but to have a life, you need to have a life, um, and for some of us, pageants are our lives, for me especially, (laughs) pageants are my life because they're also my job, um, but create those boundaries where you can say no, and I say this in kind, because you might have an hour, and someone will be like, oh, can you just do this photo competition for me, like, yeah, I have an hour free. And actually it takes longer. And that's your time you're going over. Um, and that time, even though it's not scheduled to do anything, it could just be for relaxing. It could be checking the socials or editing something or just watching an episode of Drag Race, making some food, you know? Um, and it, yeah, it's just the expectation sometimes um, of, oh, this person will always do this. This person will always do that. Um, you know, some competitions can take 15 minutes to judge, some can take two, three hours, depending on the criteria of what is needed. Um, and the same with campaigns, you know, joining people's campaigns, because there's still time dedicated, even if it's just taking a picture, you still have to, of course, make yourself up and do whatever the picture is required. Um, now, of course, if you use an old headshot, um, then that's an issue in itself, uh, you know, there's no thought behind it, so, you know, it kind of contradicts what the campaign is about, um, but, you know, if you have to record videos, if you have to do stuff like this, um, it's, yeah, it's all about scheduling your time and, and telling, and telling people no, don't, don't over, not overtake, don't overburden yourself with lots of stuff, and you know, yeah, it's not a burden sometimes, but be realistic of how much you can do, we love to plan and shoot for the stars, um, but you need to make sure that you have enough fuel to get there, okay, I think how many, like, cheesy things can I say, like, in this podcast, um, (laughs) but going on to time as well, time itself, um, I have a big issue with time because I think some of us pageant girls think that just because someone's online, it means that they are available to talk. No, not me, because I, <laughs> I mostly seem online, but I'm never online. Um, I am online and I'm not online at the same time. It's a mirage. Um, 
But I had this at the Instagram. Now, I think social media has kind of broken down that barrier a little bit, which needs to be put back up. Uh, businesses have hours. The same with pageant girls should have hours. You know, you have directors and business and the pageants who have business hours. And if you message them at eight o'clock at night, you might get a reply. You never know. If you email them, emails are slightly different. Um, but I have messages at two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning. Four o'clock in the morning. I forgive it if it's a time difference because I'm in a different country. That's understandable. It's different time zones. Um, you know. But like, honestly, it's... Some of these questions can wait. Especially if you're just asking for advice. And, you know, you're asking for free stuff at two three o'clock in the morning now for some people you'd be like hannah like that's innocent enough it's not though because my phone vibrates and it tells me every notification so if you message me two o'clock in the morning my phone will go off and if i'm not in a, a bout of insomnia it will wake me up and i'm a very light sleeper thanks to having a child and thanks <laughs> to anxiety i would love to turn it off um however when my child is not here I always like to know that my phone is reachable just in case anything happens. That is the worry of me. Um, that has never changed. I've always been like that even before I've had a child. It's just like that's ingrained in me for some reason. Um, but it's, sometimes it's not needed and I'll get the message and I was like, okay. Um, and I reply back in my time and it's like, as I say, like the business hours, because some people will message at six o'clock in the morning. I've had this before. I've had an incident where I got a message at six o'clock in the morning and I ignored it because I was up. <laughs> uh, not always, but I was up this time um, because Penelope likes to wake up early, but I'm not fully awake. I'm not awake enough to give, um, you know, an educated answer on what they were asking me. And so then I get another message um, about 20 minutes later with question marks. And then I get another message again with another set of question marks, like 20 minutes. Like, if someone hasn't answered you, like, no one owes you their time. Um, I'm going to say this, um, that just because you are in the right frame of mind and you are in the right time where you can give time to have a conversation and to, you know, to plan something to a campaign or, or anything like that, or, you know, you want to know, what services we offer or you want to know about this if you have that time that's great but don't expect someone else to have that exact time with you we all have different lives we all have different things I do remember one thing that really annoyed me was a pageant girl was saying in regards to a campaign it's like well yeah you have all the time in the world because you're a stay-at-home mum I was like excuse you uh that is not the case at all I wish I had enough time. I can't even go to the bathroom by myself. Um, there are things, you know, it's <laughs> it is a question in itself of why people think that stay-at-home mums have all the time in the world. It's definitely a patriarchy, a misogynistic view of uh, mums at home. But anyway, let's not go into that. Um, <laughs> but with this, you know, not everyone has the same time, you know, people have work, people have lives, um, and you can't expect that same quickness that you may have, 
how quickly I reply to someone might not be as quick as someone else has. You know, you might catch me on a really good time where I'm literally there at my laptop. I'm like, great, I can send you this. I can do that. Um, another thing is people don't owe you time. You know, what you give to someone is not what someone else should give to you. And just because it has been given before does not mean it needs to be given again. So I have messaged back at two o'clock in the morning before. And it was because I was staying up to watch a pageant. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm here. I will drop a message. I, I will reply back to this message. Um, and I usually start with, I wouldn't usually reply this late. Um, however, I'm up watching this pageant. This is the information you need. Um, but if they message again at two o'clock in the morning and I was sleeping, I'm not going to automatically respond. It's unprofessional for myself, I feel, to be... It's creating those those barriers of, you know, not necessarily like client coach because those <laughs> are very mixed in itself. And you'll find that most coaches become great friends with their clients. But don't feel that if you aren't like as pally pally with your coach, that is something that you're doing. It's not just some um, coaches tend to be bit, maybe a bit more distant. Um, and also, as I said, it's that, it's that time again, which we'll come back to that in a second. Um, but yeah, like with your director, um, you know, with t- like they might not reply or sometimes they do reply and respond. Um, most directors work Monday to Friday or, you know, until five, six o'clock. So they're not going to be available on the day. Um, so it might be where they respond in the evening. But I always think like up to nine o'clock. Um, I always find that I myself might talk to some pageant girls, um, and respond and like send a message. Um, like I have, sorry, my enchiladas were done. <laughs> I had a message at like 12 o'clock at night from someone who has doing a appearance before. And I responded because I was up at that time, but the next message I wasn't because I was in bed. <laughs> um, funny that. But yeah, it's making sure that it's it's that boundary of also for yourself. If you're like, and I know for a lot of people who have businesses, it's kind of that worry. Well, if I don't respond in this amount of time, they're going to go to someone else, or you know, they might see it as unprofessional or responding. But you have to set those boundaries. So I may like if it's a story that you've responded to, like I may respond to that. But like if it's asking a question. <laughs> it's you know something that requires um something then it yeah you know it might take a bit more time but please like don't like send loads and loads of messages if someone hasn't responded to you within 20 minutes that's just not on (laughs) for a start um people have lives surprisingly i have a bit of a life outside pageants just a little bit but i have a life um and the same goes on with um the expectations so I have had people who have expected a lot of things and I give a lot of that for free that's just how I am this is for what sparkles was created for that's what we do um but with time you know as I said I'm I do live a life outside of it if I have promised it to you within a certain time span then expect it near the end of that time span. Don't message a message a message and kind of expect it. Don't expect, I want to say, don't expect something if it's free. 
like if someone is giving you free time or free um items or stuff like that like don't just expect it like someone is gifting that to you for free be respectful <laughs> um but yeah the boundaries especially like creating those boundaries with your director um it's always a fine line when it comes to pageant um pageantry and like what's professional what's not i try and keep with most of mine well i say that obviously my last director before now um Jayanne, has stayed around here and we've gone out and <laughs> you know we have group chats and things like that um you know that's like over years of friendship beforehand uh, like pageant friendship and then being my director but still having that boundary and sometimes it's really funny because me and Jan really clash a lot on a lot of things um we're very argumentative <laughs> um but we understand what we're doing to others it could be like wow they're really for hands and it's like no this is just how we discuss things um but you know there's also like for myself now I have a new director um and well technically not because she's been my director for two years but now I'm a queen so there's a different relationship there um however I still very professional with that um I think maybe it's also how you see friendships and how you see that a lot of people like might maybe more um involved and (laughs) more like yeah I I try to think that for pageants you have your close friends and you always have people that you'll talk to but you want to make sure that um you're not giving too much away and I say that I mean like um it's how you respond to people like if you give loads and they give you loads back then great but if you're giving loads and they're not giving much back then then it's having those boundaries with yourself to like you know not push it to be like okay because I am and I'm gonna tell you now I'm not the most affectionate person um I hate hugs <laughs> I hate them and everyone makes fun of me for it but I hate them it's a trauma thing um I cross my child gets all of my love and attention she is a hugger <laughs> she is a cuddler um and I'm bringing her up with that, like, I mean, it's my own flesh and blood, how could I not, um, I'm not gonna go, sorry, Penelope, I don't do hugs, like, obviously, I do hugs, I'm very, very affectionate, um, I'm a very affectionate mum, <laughs> but, you know, I have a social, um, I say a social battery, maybe an affectionate battery as well, and, um, you know, I anticipate that it will happen in pageants, and it did happen, of course, when I won, and loads of people are like, oh, you're hugging so many people, and I'm like, it's the moment, you're not going to see me going around hugging everyone now <laughs> so if you if I am at an event and I don't hug you it's not that I don't like you that's just my own personal boundaries I don't I don't deal too well with too much like physical um touch that's just you said that's something that stemmed from my childhood um that's just something that you know I've grown to be accustomed to it's not saying that if you if you hug me I'll be offended because I won't be um Depends if you hold that hug too long. I <laughs> uh, don't do that. Um, you know, not everyone wants to be hugged. Not everyone wants a handshake. You know, not everyone wants that. It's setting up those personal boundaries. So if you let people know, um, then they're going to be more than happy. There, of course, will be someone who's like, oh, I'm just going to hug you anyways. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but if you are very in a vest, I can't never say the word. 
if you really do not like hugs and it you know, really shuts you down, then tell them, be assertive with that. Um, for me, it's not something I enjoy, um, but it's a part of pageantry and it's a part of, you know, friendships and that, I guess. <laughs> I was saying that though, I said me and Jade probably hugged maybe like twice or three times in our friendship. <laughs> And she's like, oh, everyone else is getting this. And I was like, yeah, I know. But true friendship is, you know, you don't hug each other. Um, no, but, you know, having your own personal boundaries. So as I said, setting times for yourself. Um, these times when you're going to be available, whether it's like pageant businesses or just pageants in general. Um, like when you're doing campaigns, setting those times. And if someone has not done the campaign, the boundary is, you know, you didn't do the campaign in time. You haven't sent me this in time, so you're not a part of it. It really bugs me that loads of people wait until last minute. If I can't do something, I've, I've generally forgot. And that doesn't happen much, but sometimes it has where I've written a list and I've lost it somewhere. Um, but if, if there's no physical time of where I can squeeze in something to prepare for you, I will tell you, I'm really sorry, I just don't have the time. Um, I can't do that campaign in that set amount of time. If you had a month to do something... And then you're like, I've, <laughs> I've had this where we've set deadlines and someone messaged like, can I have an extension on this? I'm not a university girl. I have a deadline set in place for a reason. Um, <laughs> it's a reason. So I can edit it off this. It was sending it off to judges. Um, you have a reason. The same as you wouldn't ask for an extension from your director. So it's the same with pageant girls. It's showing the pageant girls the respect that you expect back. Um... So there are probably more boundaries um, that need to be said, but I think definitely saying no, like learning to say no to a lot, um, learning to have time for yourself, learning that you don't need to be in certain friendships, um, you don't have to follow a crowd or be in, a, a, I say, a clique slash cult. Um you know, you can be your own person, <laughs> you can like the things you like, and be surrounded by the people that you want to be surrounded with, you know, um, don't feel like you have to stay in toxic situations just because you want to get a crown, um, it's not needed, have those boundaries yourself, you know, you wouldn't allow someone else, um, I say this all, um, sorry, I say this all the time, uh, <laughs> I don't, but I say this in some situations, you know, you wouldn't, um, not always, because we know this is very delicate. I could say this as a survivor. You wouldn't let, um, like, if your friend was being, like, emotionally abused by their boyfriend, you would say to them, leave. Like, why are you in this relationship? The same should go with friendships and other relationships, you know? Regardless of pageant status or not. Um, you know, it's just, it's just a given. Time boundaries say no <laughs> if you don't like being touched say that if you don't like being invited to certain events say that you need to speak up be assertive be confident and no it's very very hard if you're none of those things and it's really hard to build on but trust me it can happen you know <laughs> it can like for myself I was I'd like to say I was assertive when I was younger I was very very mouthy um I've had a lot of things in my childhood and I lost a lot of confidence through um, some situations which we won't discuss on here. Um, but look at me now, like nearly 13 years in pageantry, I've set 
boundaries with myself now. 2020 was the year of learning. Um, a lot of lows, but a lot of highs in personal development and setting those boundaries, cutting ties if you need to, learning to say no, setting time for yourself, not taking every single thing on. Your pageant journey should be fun. It's going to be stressful. I'm not going to say it's not going to be stressful at all. There are going to be stressful moments. There are going to be tearful moments. There are going to be breakdowns. You will always have a couple of breakdowns um, before your finals. <laughs> You're going to be nervous. You're going to feel all the ranges of emotion. Um, but if there are some situations that are not serving you, you take it out. And sometimes whether that is quitting a pageant altogether, you know. I've not had that personally. I've never been in a bad situation with a pageant bar maybe one in 2016 um but there wasn't too much involved in the contract so I didn't have to really like continue um with that but I have obviously advised people who have been in those situations and um yeah I think that um if it's your life at the end of the day so but also as I said remember that just because you have time to give others don't the same with the boundaries of like traveling to different distances and putting too much on yourself you don't have to be every event if you want to that's great but remember if you can if you can provide the money and the time and the energy then go for it but don't live up to others expectations of you live up to your own expectations and be kind with those expectations so I hope this episode has made sense, but in regards to, like, yes, the boundaries of you're not just going to message a random pageant girl and ask them loads of stuff, there needs to be, like, professionalism before friendship, um, you're not going to like every girl, um, I feel like there's so much more that can be said with pageant boundaries, but be respectful to someone and then be respectful back, that's all you can ask, um, that is all you can ask, but don't take it personally if someone says no. Sometimes it's not um, whatever you're trying to do. It's because those, that person has social batteries run out or money <laughs> or distance. Um, a lot of people guilt trip people in pageantry. And I hate that. Don't feel if someone says, oh, I've not had enough entries or no many people are at this event or oh, why is it always me, etc, etc. Don't fall into that trap um it's not needed it's not needed as i said sometimes it can be location the dates like things that have happened that month prioritize you're going to prioritize certain things um and having a life outside pageants who would know who would have thought um however if you have any suggestions about any other pageant boundaries drop me a message let me know we can discuss it on another podcast or talk about it in the stories um what i will say if you are listening to this when this comes out which is to was a sunday we have our first sparkles discussion um with jay gando and we'll be discussing charity pageants following on from the podcast of our like are they needed um so we're going to be discussing that, so I hope a lot of you will join in. Um, and because of everything that's happened, the episode was unfortunately cancelled and postponed. And the new date is actually Miss Spark and Beauty, which, of course, I will be helping out at. So 
I cannot attend, which I'm really sad about because I was hyping myself up. But, you know, the circumstances are beyond anyone's control. Like, this was not foreseen at all. Um, so the raffle will still be going ahead. I will draw the raffle, I think, after um, the, like, morning period is done. Uh, so it will most likely be after pageant queen. Um, so it'll be done but of course if you do want to get a handbook or flashcards or anything like that just drop me a message um and coaching the coaching books are getting filled up appearance books as well um yeah there's so much to be done so much is happening uh we have our event so um chloe who is competing in galaxy uh, has created a pageant brunch event with myself and uh, Beth of Queen Bee Training, um, and we also have a uh, podcast episode. When I say podcast, I played a sparkles discussion, <laughs> a sparkles discussion as such. Um, and yeah, so it is only thirty pound, uh, and it's for the Christie charity. So all profits will go to that. I'm not taking any money from it at all, um, and it's not my event as well. But I'm doing a interview masterclass and then Beth will be doing a walking masterclass and then there's brunch and the the, the venue is so photogenic um you're gonna be living off these instagrammable walls <laughs> for a long time um but if you want to book on for that that is the 12th of November in Nottingham um then drop her a message or drop me a message and I can tell you about it um but I'm really excited it's for all systems uh, so it's not just for Galaxy, um, just because Chloe is a finalist. It's for all systems. Me and Beth have experience in all different systems and we can bring you all the knowledge. Um, and as well as that, Pageant Con will be released soon. Um, I keep saying this on podcasts, but it will be. <laughs> I will. I have, I have a few speakers already confirmed, but um, yes. And of course, my event in March, whenever... Um, whenever the venues get back to me but I have a feeling that's not going to be for a long time now um but thank you for listening if you have any ideas or any questions about the podcast shoot us a message on our instagram which is just at sparkles and rhinestones uk um you can find us on facebook as well we have a lot of videos on there and interviews but primarily instagram is where we will respond to messages it's just more user friendly um but have an amazing day Treat each other with kindness and even if you're not a hugger, hug your close ones a little bit more um, after recent events. <laughs>